Hello, Dylan Thompson here. I'm back doing another series of podcasts on various geoscience talks. These are going to be on a wide range of topics from volcanology to paleontology to even the origin of life as we know it. And with that in mind, let's jump right in. Okay, so our first talk that we're going to be discussing is uh, one given by Herbert Huppert, who is a lecturer at King's College in Cambridge. He gave a talk at the University of Edinburgh titled Lava Flows, Theory, Lab Experiments and Field Data. Now, this is probably one of the most enjoyable talks I have ever attended on sheer engagement alone. Uh, He was fantastic at keeping your attention through the use of experiments right in front of you basically done a virtual experiment using honey as lava and tried to have like a fake school, a fake house and basically seeing how the lava flow would affect these. Now it must be said that the second half of the talk wasn't as enjoyable simply because it was delving deeper into the equations that go along with this experiment and it just felt like a bit a bit full-on considering we just had this really engaging experiment and then went straight to a big bunch of equations that on a topic that we don't necessarily understand as undergrads. And with stuff like this, unless you have studied it previously, it's going to be quite difficult to be able to understand it. However, I do get why you still have to include this in the talk, you still have to discuss it. It is still obviously important to how the experiment works, but when you get phrases like non-dimensional coordinates thrown at you throughout a talk, it can be quite daunting. That being said, however, the first part of the talk with the actual experiment did allow you to understand uh, the points that were being made a lot clearer. So let's jump in and discuss the experiment in a bit more detail. Okay, so Herbert had set up an experiment where he had a slope with some model uh, buildings in it. So it had a model school, a model house, uh, basically a model town. And the whole point of the experiment was basically to see how uh, lava flowing down the slope would affect it uh, depending on the different geometries of these blockages. So he was talking about these based on different dimensions of these objects. So if something is completely one dimensional, it's not like completely flat, essentially, it's not going to cause any disruption to the lava flow. Now, if we move it to more of a real life scenario where you have some 3D objects, uh, for some axisymmetrical things like a cylinder or a, like a hill, maybe, it's trying to determine what would happen to the lava depending on the actual shape of these. So if you have a hill that is quite small, then the lava would probably just go straight over the top. But vice versa, the taller the hill gets, it'll hit a point where the energy of the lava isn't enough to go over the top and it would flow around the sides instead. And It basically does come down to a mixture of the kinetic energy of the lava itself and the geometry of the item. Um, So 
Moving on for, to look at a different thing, if you had a wall blocking this village, um, like, he, like he did in the experiment, if you have a wall that isn't very wide, then the lava is going to just go around the sides and almost immediately meet again behind the wall, and you wouldn't get any kind of dry zone, it wouldn't cause any defence. But if you had a much longer wall in front of the town, um, then you would... The lava would flow around it and it would only meet again much much further down the slope so you would have a large kind of dry spot that would be at least some protection from the town now a lot of other factors do come into account when looking at this experiment so if you have a steeper slope then the lava is going to move faster if the lava isn't as viscous it's going to move faster and then obviously depending on what actual items you have on the slope, these all affect the actual flow of the lava. Anyway, I think that is probably uh, all there is really to talk about this um, talk that was given. It was really enjoyable, as I said, to watch just because of the engagement alone and the fact that uh, Herbert was really funny. Um, it really certainly made you more engaged in the topic. But again, with such heavy equations, it is quite hard uh, to relay that side of the talk. So I think the discussion of the actual experiment itself is a much better way to get the information across. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this first part of the series, and I will see you in the next one.